You know what? I, I wonder if it would... This I know you're going to be like, this is crazy. But what if we did it in our bed? Oh, and like so drape a blanket so over the top bar oh. and sit inside of the blanket. She dated an army guy. It's like a thing. Like you go to a dance with him. We had a button on our pants. No, oh. she dated Poppy in high school and they went to college together. Really? Yeah. They were in the married dorms at UT. Well, because it's a thing. No, oh no, it's a thing with the army. Like, you give a girl you take to a dance or a formal event, like a pin. Well, maybe someone... We had a button on our One pants. of the kids dated someone in the army. We had a gold button called the Spooty Button. And you, it would be like a, a sign of serious dating if you gave it to your date. Spoony. That sounds really serious. I used to just explore your room. It was so mysterious to me once you went off to college. So I took it as like the opportunity to get to know you. What you thought? Fucking asshole. Because I didn't know you before. Yeah, because wow. he was so annoying. Oh, was super under. annoying. He would literally be like, Elnor, 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 Elnor. And then you'd be like, what? And Hi. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what he would do. It was literally like the Stewie. You should start wearing these, Elnor. I should start wearing my grandmother's shit. Like, there's literally like... Like, that could look so good with something. What is that? It's an earring. That's tacky. That's tacky. What about like these? Looks like it's from the 80s. Alrighty. That's a cow. A Texas-shaped cow print earring with a bandana around the panhandle. <laughs> oh. Okay, so if you're just joining us, we're sitting in the office looking at a box of knickknacks that uh, has been in the house and it's uh, a box that's got the little trinkets and stuff that you can't throw away because it's belonged to your grandmother members yeah i have one too it's in this office somewhere it's where we should keep that type of stuff yeah and then bo can go through them one day yeah and that's why you save other little trinkets from things that are you, you recording do. you're thinking too hard about what you're saying no we're not oh yeah, well, we're trying to learn how to, to uh, record a podcast, so let's... Uh, you gotta say some provocative stuff, like, why are there so many forgotten religious relics in this box? Yeah. Weird, right? Annie was very religious, actually. She really was. She really was. Especially near the end of her life. But isn't everyone's grandma very religious? No, she wasn't very religious until the end of her life. That's fair. I wonder what sort of stuff that we have they're gonna... Bo's gonna give to his kids or whatever. Like, here's this shit I couldn't throw away because it belonged to my parents. Yeah. yeah. I feel like. I already have shit like that. Rocks. Like, I have shirts from dad that I don't even wear, but well, I've hung in my closet for like four years. Mine will be rocks. Wait, pass that to me. Yeah, I had some rocks, but there's always other stuff too, right? Cause you don't even think about it. Like, you won't know until... Yeah. It's like little things that it's easy to hold on to. Yeah, here's some. We got Homeboy on the Cross. Homeboy on the Cross on an Anchor. A.K.A. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is Homeboy in this situation. A googly eye, because why not? That's what I loved about this box. It's like you could find shit that was plastic and you could find stuff that was like real gold. Do you remember she used to have like little crystal animals too? 
Yeah. She had all sort of weird trinket. Really cool. Who is this person? My grandma. She bought. On she your bought, dad's side? Yeah, no, my mom's my grandma. Side. She bought things that you would see in the store and you'd be like, who the fuck it's bought cool. that? And it was always supposed to middle name. Her. She also had this. So the, the printing tray I was talking about earlier was a little printing tray where they used to put the letters that they would swap in and out of the printing press. Yeah. And in every slot was some weird little trinket. Like she had. There was this tiny car. It was like the smallest toy car I've ever seen. And then there was like a weird sword made out of a paper clip and all sorts of just random. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. It was one of, it was my favorite thing to play with, but she wouldn't let me touch anything. So. Really? Because she let us touch it all the time. Oh. Probably because y'all ruined it for Max. <laughs> she had like a little piece of cloth that had been touched by some saint, but apparently like, I guess in some countries, I think like Italy, where they have like the dead saints yeah. preserved. They'll take like one big piece of felt and like touch the saint and then chop it into like little pieces and put it in these little. They're still doing that today. Books. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But she had one that that was in that little like selling rocks thing. that were in the Jordan River or something. Yeah, she was really into Kennedy, which is why I'm pretty sure the reason why she has like the Kennedy half dollar. She's really into saving too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Have y'all been avoiding? Uh, maybe not because y'all have jobs, but maybe your personal emails. Have you been avoiding looking at your emails? <laughs> yeah, because they're like, oh, this is something that I added to personal the mix. Emails? <laughs> yeah. Personal emails? Yeah. This is from a Kinder Egg. It's a brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. What's the difference? Uh, don't know, but it's the one with the really long neck who's a plant eater. Someone. Um, but you can pull his body apart. What's inside? Ah, a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, it's That's plastic. So cool. I mean, it's not like real. That was back when Kinder eggs were legit. Kinder eggs still are legit. <laughs> Remember when we? <laughs> we had to call. We called up the Kinder Egg. Uh, Hotline. The hotline for customer service to understand how to play with a toy that we found in one because it was so confusing. And you can hear the lady on the other end. She's like, probably the first time she's She's probably the only person that's on there on the Kinder Egg hotline because how many people are really going to call? Yeah, and then she's like looking up like a PDF. We had to give her the part number. And then she like looked up a brief instructional. And she told us how to use the toy. Yeah, and it was still like the wrong thing. Or, like, Yo, the really was, yeah, and it was did. like ten o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. You were the reason that, that We're the reason why she has a job, probably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well no, most of the calls she get is probably about poisoning. <laughs> my kid swallowed <laughs> My kid the swallowed toy. boy. My kid ate a kinder egg just straight up. <laughs> I mean those things are delicious. Sorry. Honestly, it's just normal chocolate. It's all about the toy, right? Did no, it has like a little crunchy thing. No, they're not banned. What was the one that got banned in the United States? No, Kinder Egg got banned in the U.S. until they they got, brought it back. They had to refit um, U.S. They made the toys shittier and yeah. less yeah applicable had, to the dumb American. Exactly. I think the like toys the had like too many pieces or something. Yeah, yeah. This was like a little. It was like in a little plastic thing, and it had like a instruction sheet that had the. 1-800 number on it that we call. That's how they always come. It's like a little piece of paper. You can usually use it as like a background to play with a toy or something. Like Cracker Jack boxes used to have real toys in them and now it's like a card. Yeah, a piece of paper with some bullshit on it. 
Bullshit. Okay. How many times did you get souvenir pennies where you like squeeze it out of the machine? Wasn't allowed to. What? They're only 50 cents. 51 cents. 51 cents. Wow. That's like the one thing my parents let us get. <laughs> no, Nanny always did it for us. No. no that's why I wasn't allowed to. It just never, I, every time I wanted one, it's just like, no quarters, sorry. I don't have, I can't pay for it. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, the I only like time I ever went to that them. McDonald's in the museum was with Nanny. And now I look down on people who go to the McDonald's in the museum. As you should. It's weird how it comes full circle like that. I don't know. I remember there was, um, at some zoo, I don't know if it was in Houston, they had this thing where you would, like, it was like a plastic injection molding machine, and you'd, like, give it a dollar, and it would, like, right there mold a little toy for you. What? Like, Wait, come where out, was it was all hot and shit. I think it was at the Houston Zoo. That's cool. You know what I always liked at the Houston Museum of Natural Science was, like, the little funnel thing mm-hmm. that you let your coin... Yeah, yeah. It's like literally just put your money into this thing Give and you get money. nothing out of it except no, you for get you get to watch, watch it. it go around forever and some asshole kid comes and throws a bunch of pennies in there and just knocks them all down i never met that kid i had so I many shitty kid friends we had this one we called george of the jungle and he was just like he, he was just climbing trees all the time <laughs> and he got us kicked out of climbing our neighbor's tree because he started ripping pine cones off the magnolia. The little blonde kid. Yeah. From like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That and we kid used to was shoot each other animal. with BB guns. Yeah, y'all shot the arrow into mom and dad's car. No, that was me. That was me. I but just weren't you t- with that kid? No, I mean, it's complicated. We did a lot of stupid stuff when we were kids. They shot an arrow into the side of our minivan. It's because you didn't give George up for that. It was all me. Well, I had wow. to drive the car in the end. Why are you so. protecting George? It's weird. So if you're just joining us, we're <laughs> sitting in the study. Like at it's our a house. live show. But yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Hey Curly. Okay, everyone open your phone and look at your search history. Okay. Oh I go incognito. Ugh, what is wrong with you? My current my current search is James Carter. Who's that? I gotta get my phone. I found the LC pin, by the way. What's the Elsie pin? It's the girl from Frozen. No, it's the girl from Borden. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Our great grandmother worked at Borden. Don't touch. You can look with your eyes, but don't touch. Okay. Oh, that's so cool. Dang, that's fresh AF. Like right here. You may go. Really rare. There is a three cent. Oh, look, there's another Elsie. Max, you missed both of the LC things in here. <coughs> hey, so, uh, wow, this mic is super sensitive. Yeah. I did not realize how much you were picking up. So many googly eyes. I'm currently picking up, uh, Eleanor's small dog named Curly Sue. Curly. Uh, named Curly Sue. Goodly. For no good reason. Maybe Eleanor could explain. She squeaks. Yeah. She got her vaccines today, so she's sensitive. Don't touch her. Here's a, a donkey pin. A little donkey. Way cool. Taylor's deathly afraid of pins, we found out this week. Pin? 
Needles. Needles. Really? No, I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid of them. I just don't like when someone thing. loses one in our bed multiple times. Like, oh, I think I dropped a needle. Someone. Oh, it's obviously you. <laughs> well, I mean, if anyone else did, I'd be just as worried. But, you know. Uh, this is a little armor cuff from a Playmobil. Oh, are you changing the subject from you dropping needles in the bed? All right, whatever. She found it. Okay. There's also a wheel. I don't know if she really found it. She I always it find it. Way better. She always finds the needle. Like, I always. Needle in the every bed. time I lose the needle in the bed, I find it. It's really not the needle part. It's like I'm afraid of stepping on one full on. As you should be. Or getting one in my eye. As you well, yeah, as you should be. Like the whole like cross your heart, hope to die, stick a needle in your eye. That still gives me the willies. Even thinking about it, like oh my eye god. stuff. Eye stuff always freaks me out. There was that one movie. Which um, one? Hostel. Have you seen Hostel? Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. Hostel. They did eye stuff in that movie, and that made it. This tooth has a filling. Yeah. Okay. It's disgusting. If you're just now really tuning in, um, our grandmother, her box of trinkets has multiple loose teeth in it, and we don't know why, because they're grown-up teeth, not children's teeth. Whoa. Um, they could be children's teeth. We really don't they know. Look like they made children's teeth with fillings. Yeah, I don't know. These are like pretty adult looking, and they look kind of gross. Maybe they were like debt repayments. I think once you take the teeth out, they become pretty gross. Yeah. I wonder, I just wonder whose teeth they are, you know? Are you holding a tooth right now? I'm holding three teeth. Holy shit. We're currently observing the teeth. They're teeth. They're gross, and they're also teeth. They don't have roots, though. Yeah, it's just like the cat. No, these are, this Maybe is like what your teeth look like when you lose them as a child. When you're a baby. Yeah, but do babies lose molars? No. These are like grown-up teeth. Yeah, ba- lose molars. you lose all of your teeth. No. Do you have... Do, no. Is there yes, no. you lose molars? all of your teeth. You don't lose your molars. Yes, you do, Max. Anyways, are you any, high? Any, I don't remember putting molars under my pillow when I was a kid. You don't remember <laughs> losing back teeth? Uh-uh. I remember getting my wisdom teeth out. Well, anyone who has an answer for us can ans- uh, email us at max.kodua at gmail.com. <laughs> um, no, we're going to make an actual Gmail account for this podcast, whatever it's going to be called. Last podcast on the left at lastpodcastontheleft.com. No, we're not, no. Anyways, I'm here sitting next to my espresso machine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of this exposed wood in this office. And it makes me feel smarter. It makes me feel hardworking. A lot of books. Lots of books. Mahogany. There's also a white claw, which kind of throws off the whole vibe. Okay, do you remember when these things were, like, really popular? I feel like Taylor would remember. Because this is, like, I feel like something that your mom probably had. Let me see. A lanyard? No. Oh, well, these would, like, go on the end of a lanyard. Oh, I think my mom did have Yep. It's like a little dangly necklace. It's like a little person. Max won't remember it. That wasn't popular in his time. But... I've seen these before. I have to charge one. I feel like Caroline used to have one of these. We gave one to like my mom, and she, she never wore it. She. Because what about that? Do you remember that? Ugliest. I I weirdly think about that. This is a baby tooth, like a hundred percent. The one. Um, Can't even tell it's two. Do you remember that Cole Han bag Dad got her? She never, ever used it. Yeah, and I was like, give it to me, I'll use it for work. Did you? And she was like, no. It's the thought that counts. It's just like a very expensive handbag just sitting uh, unappreciated. It's not that expensive. And just waiting for well, just the right occasion. I think any women's clothing and fashion is expensive to a man. Yeah. My backpack was expensive and it was like $100 and that's like 
Nothing but a nice rest of my life. <laughs> and that investment. Yeah. Exactly. Alright, are we gonna stay on concept here? Taylor, you wanna put these headphones on? You gotta go buy some. We can't publish this now. Yeah. <laughs> it has our names on it. We're gonna make it say, I'm gonna go buy some. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go buy some. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back? Yeah, actually, well, if y'all are down, if y'all are gonna stay up a little later, I'll be are back. We still recording? I don't know. Yeah, we are. Oh, sorry, my bad. Are y'all gonna be up till like 12 ish? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll be back then. Cool. Wow, wait, how long is it gonna take for you to buy that? Like 23 minutes. He's gotta go to Navasota. 12 ish? No, I have to go to, I have to go to downtown. Oh. He lives in like Edo. Oh, damn. That's not very far. That's far. Okay. Uh, no. Be careful. Yeah, for sure. Please. I don't have my gun with me. Don't drive like a gun. I don't have my gun with me. I was talking about cops. Okay. This room still has some echo in it. Yeah, it does. You know? Mm hmm. Alright, so today. Do you want to just like stop and start the recording again so we don't have to find this? No, we can find no, I mean, like, here's the thing, Taylor. This is just a test, right? Like, we're not actually... Well, okay, so I've been watching... It's going up. I'm putting it up. We'll never start unless we start. That's not true. Okay. We could have planned and had, like, a good first episode. Uh, we'll listen to this and figure out what we want to do. Okay. So, I've been watching Top Chef a lot, as you know, and probably hate. Actually, I know you hate, but that's fine. I don't hate Top Chef. But... I don't think it's the greatest, but it's not bad. It's definitely not the greatest. Yeah. It's better than Real Housewives or something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Which, I bet if I tried watching a couple episodes of Real Housewives... I've seen a couple of episodes, but I've never, like, gone into a Real Housewives season and, like, started it from episode one... So, but I bet if I did, I could, I could probably get down on some Real Housewives, unfortunately, but I won't for my own sake. But I got into Top Chef during this pandemic. Tell me about it. So my search history is just full of... <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. So, if you haven't seen seasons 1 through 14, you might want to... Spoilers incoming. Look out. Shut your ears. Um, spoilers, and then also, like, chef's name now. <laughs> so. Like, what? Chefs have changed their name? Like, they got married or something? No, like, what are they doing now? Oh. Yeah. That's how I Google what someone's doing now. <laughs> Say... Taylor Fontenot, now. <laughs> it works. I, well, you won't find me, but there's other Taylors that are more popular. Yeah, like the Cajun Navy guy. Yeah, who lives in Houston. He does live in Houston. Yeah. Didn't know that. But when I first started seeing you, my friend thought I was Is seeing... Is that the Cajun Navy guy? The Cajun Navy guy, and she was, like, pissed at me because apparently he's kind of annoying on Facebook. I don't know. He's famous. Is he... If that's, who, if that's who she found, that's the one. He is the most famous Taylor Fontenot in Houston. So I googled 
Amanda Top Chef. I don't know any of these people's last names, by the way. Um, this one is, well, I do know it now, but whenever I'm watching Top Chef, I don't know their last name. So I just say first name, Top Chef, now. And I guess I kind of went on a deep dive of Amanda Baumgarten. She's like the super cute. I don't want to call her cute because I think some girls get offended when they say that they're cute. She was she's a, like a badass. Right. And she's good looking. She has the type of attitude that's like accept me as I am. I mean like all chefs do, right? You can't really be a chef without that attitude. Otherwise you like won't be successful. And so what was so what did you like about her? Well, I Googled her because she's in one season, I think it's season seven, and then she shows back up in season fourteen and she's on the so season fourteen, it's like eight rookie chefs who have already been on the show and then eight or rookie chefs that haven't been on the show and then eight veterans that have already been on the show. And like I recognized all the veterans because, like I said, I've watched season 1 through 14 since, like, I don't know, early March. So I couldn't recognize this one chef. And they finally, like, said her name. And so I Googled her. And when I saw her pictures from season 7, it was just, like, a crazy transformation. Like, she got a different haircut. And then also her just her face looks totally different. And I don't think she got, like, surgery or anything. She just looks Does she lose weight? Put on weight? She put on weight, but not that much weight. That means she's doing better, maybe. Yeah, she, I mean, she's doing, like, she's got a great she's attitude still. She's got more still. access to food now. Well, no, she actually, like, got out of the kitchen and started bartending. And so, like, in that season, she's, she's like, I haven't been in a, ki- <laughs> she, she's like, I haven't been in a kitchen in, like, a year or two or something. Yeah. And then she decided to do Top Chef again, I guess. But anyways, so I Googled her. Who and won this season? Gotta be one of the pros, right? Oh, I don't know yet. I'm in the middle of that one. Oh, fuck. Okay. Find out next week or tomorrow. Depends on how fast I watch it. (laughs) But she, um, so then that led me on to Paul Quee, or Key, I don't know how to say his last name. But he was the winner of season, like, I don't know, 11, I think, or 12. Um, but apparently he was, like, arrested for some domestic violence stuff, and he, like, hasn't been able to shake that, and he's, like, one of the first chefs to be Me Too'd, mm. and, um... Wait, how many chefs got Me Too'd? Well, like, Mario Batali was Me Too'd. Oh, I thought you meant top chef contestants. Oh, no, so just, like, all got Me Too'd. chefs. Well, oh. that Isabella guy kind of got yeah. Me Too'd, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was top chef. He was like one of the least liked guys. Um, but yeah. That's what I got from this show, watching a third of the episodes that you've seen, maybe even less than that. Yeah, probably less. Sixth. <laughs> okay. What do I have? Well, let me check let me check my Google. So what what we're trying to do is go through our Google search activity and just pick something at random and try to remember why we were looking for that. Right. Yeah, but like ideally, I think I would want us to like look at what we're gonna talk about before we get on. But we didn't want to do that today, so let's just do it. We're free balling. Yeah. Okay. Look, here. <laughs> I'm gonna start with today because it's easy to remember. I'm gonna go um, first search of the day. 
8.04 a.m. That was when I was driving home from dropping the boy off. Okay. Search for Amadeus. And then 8.04 a.m., so 10 seconds later, Amadeus scene piano. And then, so I guess, I don't remember what happened, but something reminded me of the movie Amadeus, and there's like a scene where he's playing piano, and this dude... Salieri is like in the movie. I don't know if you've seen the movie. Mm-mm. Okay, so it's based off of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, and like in the movie, not in real life, but in the movie, he has like this. Uh, I mean, it's about his life, kind of. Where am I going with this? Okay, so it's about Mozart in the prime of his career until he dies, which he dies really young in his life, and in the movie they're saying that he had like a rival composer, Salieri, who like the whole storyline is kind of built about their rivalry. And there's this one scene when Salieri first meets Amadeus in like his, I don't know, it's like in Vienna or something, his classical music people. Salieri writes this song to be played in, in like their court thing. And then like the king tries to play the song and he does it really shittily and then Amadeus walks up and he hears him and he plays it and I don't know. I don't know why uh, I wanted to see that but I watched it while I was driving home. I didn't watch it. I just listened to it and it's kind of like the Piano Puzzler podcast where the guy like plays a classical music piece and then changes it up to a different style and then uh, five minutes later I searched for oh here we go. Okay I went on the quest to find a some way to make our coffee, our pour over coffee into a format on the ring stand where I can just pour like a hopper on top full of hot water and it like sprinkles the water down onto our Melita at like a slower rate. So I, and so you don't then, have to stand there. Pouring. Yeah. I can just like dump the, dump the pitcher of hot water in and then go about do my other morning shit and come back and I have a thing full of hot coffee. Right. So I feel Here's like we should talk about our coffee journey first. Okay, okay. So So we started, we moved in together and we started with Taylor's coffee machine from a, his bachelor days. Yeah. It was a, Mr. Like a four cup Mr. Coffee workhorse and got the job done. Yeah, it was like the it's like the fifteen dollar coffee maker they have at H E B. I bought it and it worked great for me at the time, living alone. And so now Fowler's moved in, and we need more coffee. We need um, more because we both drink, like, at least two cups in the morning. four cups of coffee is two mugs. Right? Yeah. I didn't and sometimes we need time. three. Yeah. Especially now that we're working from home. I, I can easily drink like three four. mugs of coffee in a day. You know, on average, I probably drink about two and a half mugs a day. There's so. a lot of caffeine happening in this house. Yeah, so five cups for me is what I drink on, like, a good work day when I'm, like, down. I mean, that's, like, so I need five-cup capacity. You need... I need two to three. Yeah. I'm saying five cups, two and a half mugs. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. So we get another coffee maker and I have all these ideas on what I want in a coffee maker. And this is still like just the regular drip plug in the wall, regular old coffee maker. Eleanor has a 
the Nespresso. Yes. Which is cool. It makes good coffee. It's kind of expensive for yeah. the tastes. And it's, it's like noisy. 70 cents a cup. And yeah. it sounds like a plane taking off. And then she has a Melita pour over, which we've never even, I've never fucked with. No, they were in the box. Yeah. In the box, wrapped in plastic still. Well, Alec gave it to you for your birthday or something. Or... No, I bought them. Oh, you're okay. Yeah, I wanted to start pour over again because I used to do that in college. Because it's a good for a single cup. And. My coffee situation was like, I just didn't make coffee at home for like the last four years, pretty much. So I spearheaded the initiative to research uh, in a replacement coffee maker that's got more volume than Mr. Coffee. And the other features that I wanted, which now are like nothing to me, but I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to control the carafe temp. Because I hate yeah. it when you leave it on there and it's fucking burnt coffee in like right. a few hours. Or, like, it's just... You want it to start before you wake up, too. Yeah, okay. So but it's then you have to, like, load it up before you go to, to bed. It's to have an automatic timer, which Mr. Coffee did have. That's, like, the, that was the one feature it had that was all right. No, I mean, it was good. Well, then I don't understand why we got the new one. Well, was it just for the larger volume? I needed, I needed a larger volume. And then I wanted something that, like, well, maybe I could control the craft temp. So that's what we got the whatever the fuck that thing is now. Hamilton is Beach? It? No, it's a Cuisinart. Yeah, Cuisinart, whatever their standard mids coffee machine offering is nice on one. Amazon. Yeah, it's like, it's like 70, 70 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's kind of And I was like, well, it's a coffee maker I could live with for the rest of my life. No. Nope. We got it. And so the automatic carafe tent works. But it fucking turns the carafe off after like two hours. Yeah, way too soon. Yeah, because about two hours, maybe three hours in is when I go for another cup. Yeah. And it's cold. So, okay. They didn't even have any of that information on Amazon. No one complained about it in the comments, which I should probably do, but I don't know. Well, because people are probably making the coffee uh, and then leaving. Negative. All the comments on Amazon are people who just got the product. I don't know who these people yeah, they're are. Like, they're like, oh, I just got, got one on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Five stars. It's awesome. It wasn't broken. I made one cup and it was tasty. Yeah. And then there's like these old people that are all like, this is my third coffee maker and I've had it for three years and I wanted to come and say it's great. Anyways. So it's a good coffee maker, but it still doesn't quite make me a cup of coffee that I like, even as good as Mr. Coffee. So we go old school, bust out the Melita, and we're just doing single cups of coffee at a time. And that's pretty good. It's better quality. And then, uh, you know, long story short, I got a fucking coffee ring on the counter from setting the Melita down after I'm done pouring my pour over coffee and then walking away with the cup. There's no place to put the Melita. We start pouring into a bigger container so we can make like four cups through the Melita at once. And then like whenever you're done with that, you got to set it down somewhere. Anyways. You set it in the sink. You set it in the sink. Not and we're pouring into a Yeti cup. A yeah, 32 we're pouring ounce. into an insulated Yeti cup. But then we don't put the top on. So the coffee gets cold. Like yeah. faster than how it would get cold in the Cuisinart $70 right. coffee machine. Right. So now we have better quality coffee and it's still not staying warm long enough. Something's got to give. Well, we have these insulated water bottles. Yeah, we have called? a swell water, water yeah, bottle. Swell it's a 25 bottle. ounce though. It's whatever. Yeah. So what we really need now is an insulated container that we can shut 
completely like yeah. a solid a top. thermal carafe with one of those tops on it yeah that's what we need and we need to be heating up the carafe before we put the coffee in which is what i've been doing and today it actually worked pretty well i don't know if you noticed on the second cup it was still steaming yeah i did when i poured it out of the that's bottle amazing. and that's because i put the cap on after we were done and it's just that little much little bit of extra effort yeah keeps it hot so well, I'm not really worried about getting cold. Like, we're usually finished that thing. But you just said that you minutes. were worried about it getting cold. Well, I mean, with this, the Cuisinart. Well, yeah. But, like, now it's like we're pouring, we're pre-pouring bottles. So now I just remake a coffee. And it's still, the Melita is the most simple way to make coffee. The cleanup is easier than in any sort of, like, yeah, drip machine. I, it's you just the you best throw way. the bag out yeah. and it's done. The only thing that sucks about it is like having to wait for the water to heat up and like be there to pour it. Yeah, the automatic kettles. And like for the amount of coffee we're making, you usually have to do like three pours. So you have to pour it, wait for it to go, and then pour it again and wait for it to go. Yeah, because if you pour it slow enough. And then pour it again and wait for it to go again. So you pour it into the Melita. You got your filter in there, you got your coffee grinds in there, you're pouring water over the top. You can't just dump it because it'll overflow and get grinds everywhere. So you have to pour it slow enough to where it kind of fills up and you stop and it goes down. If you pour it at the same rate that it's percolating out the bottom, which it slows down over time because you got a little solid settling in there, you can't actually do it with our our kettle because if you pour it slow enough, the stream of water coming out of the kettle starts running down the side of the kettle because it's such a slow flow. Anyways, these are really minor concerns. So far, we're $70 into the coffee journey, minus an entire coffee maker that I don't like to use anymore, plus the Melita. So now we're buying different filters, which are fine. They're cheap as any other filters. So the only thing that I wanted to do was to put have a place to hold the Melita filter thing so we could put it over our bottle, our swell bottle. Which is tall. So I bought a chemistry, like a lab grade um, ring stand, which is just, it's a metal base with a, with a, uh, like a metal stand over. I mean, if you look up ring stand, it's, they're in like every single chemistry lab. And it's what you set up any sort of apparatus on. So I got a, a ring stand for like, I don't know, $17. And then, um, like a little clamp thing that goes on the stand that I just clamped the Melita onto. So now I have this adjustable Melita holder that just sits and I can just pour my coffee over that. And I like it. I quite like it, actually. I think it looks cool, but that's just, maybe that's a personal thing. It looks cool. It's slimmer than a coffee machine, which is nice. And Because we don't have very much counter space. With the ring stand functionality, with the ring stand functionality, there exists the possibility that I could set up an apparatus to dump hot water in and it slowly drips hot water into the Melita filter. Here's my thing. It goes down the funnel and it goes into our carafe and it would be the perfect coffee maker. No, because how are you going to make sure that the water stays hot as it slowly drips into the coffee? And you just make boiling hot water. Okay. Because what, I mean, I heat mine at 180. Okay. I do 190 when I make it the coffee. 30 more degrees. Maybe you should go up 10 degrees. I've done 190. I like 190. Yeah. I didn't realize it made a big difference until I started, like, because I would just put it on boiling, just dump boiling in. But it does make quite a big difference. Tastes better. So 
I mean, if you put boiling water in the top and let it filter down, it'll probably be 180 or 190 by the time it hits the grinds, which is, I'm not really worried about that. Um, what I'm worried about is finding a solution that's like cheap, which is possible, but it's hard to do because if we look at chemistry stuff, they have an apparatus for every little thing you want to do. There's tons. Like if you did like the actual chemistry lab version of making coffee, there's like a perfect apparatus to do that. And it's like a, um, a Buckner funnel that has a, a filter and these like they have chemistry filters that are like every single different grain size you would want in a filter. I was looking at one of those setups, but it's like $160 to get all the shit because this lab Oh my God, then we might as well just out. buy the best coffee machine. Right. That one, the so, crazy looking one. What is that one called? You know which one I'm talking about. It's like the like, Italian yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I actually had a chance to have some of the coffee from. Oh yeah. These Norwegian dudes had it on the rig, yeah. Was it a Mocha Master or no? Oh, I just know what it looks like and it looks fucking Looks awesome. dope. Yeah. So anyways, that's where we are today. How can I get hot water dripping <laughs> into a Melita filter with coffee grinds on some sort of little thing that I can affix to a ring stand? Because ring stand accessories are like cheap, just, you know. Yeah. So, 11, 18 a.m. This was around the time when I was going for my second or third cup of coffee. First search, adjustable filter. Too many results. Next one, adjustable, adjustable wire filter disc, adjustable strainer, water strainer rain, strainer bowl, adjustable rate, cup with holes in the bottom. I took a whole new direction there. That yeah. Nice one. That, was, that was a shitty one. And then rain dripper, get closer, rain pour, worse, rain pour cup, no. Preferably what if you just cup? put, hold on. What if you just put another Melita over... With, like, a filter in it? The Melita. Even without a filter in it. It drips pretty slow. I think it's... Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing. We like, have another Melita. Well... We could try that. Well, well, here's the thing, though. You can't dump... It doesn't hold a volume. So, I need two quarts. Oh, that's right. You still have to stand there and pour it. It keeps going. You Take can get up, a giant Melita. Next. Perforated cup... For slow water flow, adjustable drain strainer. This is eleven twenty four, so I'm. You're I'm, really trying. Well, and what you're I going fast. Eleven eighteen, yeah. So I'm no, just I thought going. I started at eleven twenty three. Did you start at eleven eighteen or twenty three? Let me check. I think you did. You think you said eleven eighteen okay, was adjustable filter. That's not that fast. So I'm at eleven. Oh, <laughs> That's big. You I mean you're being thorough? Eleven twenty four. Now I'm six minutes in. I got adjustable flow funnel. So I'm starting to get back into the funnel world. I don't want to search Buckner funnel because it's a whole different high cost direction. Wide flow funnel. There's a lot of funnels, but you can't get one that's got good flow. Every time I hear wide flow or like anything about flow, I just think about periods. Sorry. I don't know. I guess a wide flow funnel would be. No, it reminds me of Mean Girls when she's like, people say I'm not a virgin because I use super plus tampons but it's not my fault i have a wide set vagina and a heavy flow a wide set vagina that's such a midwestern term yeah she looks like a midwestern girl anyways i'm not even 10 minutes in keep here. going flow separation funnel so i'm starting to get like i need you're getting some real technical terms over here separated flow and then i started thinking you know what i need oh 
Tell me. Adjustable flow shower head. Getting closer. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, can you just pour water through a shower head? It has to have water pressure, right? Because, like, like, sink water's got pressure. It's like, I don't know, a few PSI. It's not just, like, gravity feed. I mean, you maybe, if you pour, if you, like, put a shower head on a funnel, would it just fall through and still come out in the shower head pattern or just, like, drip all shittily? I don't know. So I searched pouring water through a shower. Okay, hold on, Taylor, because usually... Pouring water through a shower head. Usually coffee makers, like, plain coffee makers... They have, well, the good ones, mm-hmm. they have like a shower head type of spout that drips the water onto your coffee grinds. And like you, the super nice one that we were looking oh, at, yeah, that yeah. has like, you can't find it's like them. a shower kit. You have to make them. And that's the other thing, it's like, I could make one, but it's like, is there one that's like cheaper that I can just buy? We could make one. We, could, we have clay. They involve, yeah. But yeah, that would be cool. Maybe not a clay. But I'm still, I'm looking for, okay, like, yeah, can yeah, I get through so. this Anyways, cheap? yeah, please. So, the whole showerhead thing is, like, okay, there's some maybes there. Because there's, like, cheapest in showerheads are, like, four or five bucks. And it's just, like, an aluminum fucking head that's got MPT fittings on it that I can put an actual funnel on top. Yeah, you're saying acronyms, and I have no idea what MPT they mean. is National Thread. It's a type of, it's just, like, if you go to Home Depot and you look for, like, threaded connections for, like, pipes, it's MPT. National threaded pipe. Yeah, national pipe thread. National pipe thread. NPT. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, hold on. I'm going to fact check you right now. Oh, NPT Do one thread. half inch NPT, yeah. It's like, that's every... American National Standard Pipe Thread Standards. So... So NPT is National Pipe Thread Standards. Okay. Yeah. All right, so all right. So you go to Home Depot. So if, you, if you're in Britain, it's G is their standard like having threads or whatever which is you're making me a better person so okay so NPT speaking of so <laughs> I got there and I'm like okay this is not I found another search term sieve maybe I don't look for a shower maybe I'm looking for a sieve yeah so I found adjustable sieve round sieve three inch sieve and then I actually found a three inch sieve all stainless and sieves are like but, okay, when I think of a sieve, I just think of, like, mesh. Yeah. So, like, does that really slow the flow? You can get sieves in any grain size you want. Oh, so you Yeah, can... it's, okay. like a, it's like an engineering standard, which I found out in my search. And also, like, the ones that have the high, the, the like, fine mesh are really expensive. Like, several hundred dollars. Okay, well, I just Googled sieve. No, there's a bunch of them. But then... It pointed me in the direction of the sieve of Eratosthenes. I don't know how to say that. Eratosthenes? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Well, you knew how to say it. Eratosthenes. It's just like reading Spanish. No, that is not like reading Spanish. Aratos. Okay, whatever. No, whatever. Anyways, it's a ancient algorithm for finding all prime numbers up to any given limit. That's such a cool name. For an algorithm? It sounds like a legend or something. It's like a machine, and it's like you're sieving through all the numbers to cool find... a machine, too. Like those old calculators that are like hand crank, and it's like a mechanical calculation. Anyways, I look for those ones. The only they mechanical calculators I know of are Abacus, well, and that's, that's not even... 
Like, the old cash register machines use similar stuff. They had abacuses on them, kind of. They had, right? like, you could actually do math by typing the numbers, and you pull it, and it comes up with a total. But oh, okay. They'll, like, you can fuck the machine up if you do bad math. Like, if you try to divide something by zero, it'll oh. just, like, spin forever. That's when you get the error code on yeah. a normal and calculator. Yeah, you're confused. You're like, oh, no, 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 fuck, you can't do that. So I went to, I, I learned about sieves. Okay. This is 11.31, so I'm already, like, I've already learned about sieves. You've spent a lot of time on this, and he, it's his day off. It's like 10 minutes. Yeah, no, I'm, that, okay, 10 minutes. 10 minutes reading on your phone is kind of a long time. Okay, yeah. Like, if you were in a library looking through books, it's, like, nothing. You haven't even break this, broken the surface yeah, well, yet. I'm, but, I'm like, scanning, on your phone, yeah, like I'm it's, scanning you can for go right pretty quickly, yeah. I know what I'm, I'm like, yeah. when I search... It's like my first few minutes, I'm just searching for the right search terms. So I'm like, what do I exactly. need to be Exactly. You need for? to start really dumbed down, and then you get more and more specific. So then... That's why the first terms are always the best. I was thinking, okay, this is a gravity feed. I, a shower head might work. That's already like, okay, I'll put that in the bag of tricks. If I see a shower head, that someone's giving away. Are you talking about like a straight up shower head that like you would use in a shower? Yeah. Great. Like the, the ones that this just like what, the rain pour. It's just like a metal disc with a bunch of little holes That's what I have to look forward to in my kitchen. I really am looking forward to Your kitchen. Our kitchen. Anyways. Anyways. So I got to gardening water can head. <laughs> okay. They have those. Yeah. That's Yeah. Cool. And that's probably easier to find. Yeah. Yeah. They're everywhere. But they're plastic. And I know you don't like plastic in your kitchen, so... I don't dislike plastic. Our Melita filter is plastic. I know that you low-key hate it because... Of... Yeah, I love the ceramic one. Yeah, I know. Or glass. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Should see the look. So then I found Water Breaker. Water Breaker is the hose attachment that they use at nurseries for plants. Because what it does is it breaks the stream down into little drops so it doesn't damage like delicate plants. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, that's cool. Next feed, gravity fit water breaker. Like, can I water breaker nozzle, water breaker flower can, watering can, watering can head, watering can spout head, watering can spout replacement. Oh, getting closer. Build your own watering can. So I found a water can spout replacement for like three bucks and it had a thread type that I've never heard called G one half thread. Is that the British? That's the British one. I learned that. They so would like, be into some gardening shit. Yeah, like, I'm looking for NPT. Which I'm not hating on. I'm like, just so saying what are, they what love are the, to garden. What are G? Well, I mean. No, they're really into gardens. Okay, yeah. Well, this particular part just is for British. It's British. But yeah, I mean, anyways. So then that was a dead one. I went back to class funnel NPT threads. Funnel yes. NPT threads. Funnel one half inch NPT thread. Glass funnel threaded. Glass funnel NPT threaded. Stainless funnel. I gave up one class. Stainless <laughs> funnel NPT threaded. I found some. They're for like the majority of those. That search term gets like funnels that go into barrels for like like just like the big barrels. Food grade stuff. Yeah, or even just like waste oil. Like it's okay. just like a funnel. You just dump all your shit in and you put it in a barrel. So then I got closer volumetric funnel threaded, safety funnel, stainless steel pumps, food funnel in PT thread. Yeah, you gotta go with food grade. So I found some. It's your best bet. I found some, and they're all. They're all like by volume. So I'm like, well, how much fucking volume do we need? I think we need two or three quarts for what we have, right? Okay. I don't so know. So I looked up. I don't speak that language. Two quart funnel. Quarts. Well, I think our 
our kettle holds like eight cups. I'm sorry, I'm not. That's a... two quarts. So okay. a cup is two cups is a pint. Two pints is a quart. yeah. Two quarts are perfect. That's the perfect amount. Yeah. yeah so I look up two quart funnel. Two quart funnel. Thread it. Three quarter inch threaded funnel. What and time is it now? That's it's uh oh I'm just taking a break. <laughs> it's noon now. Where did it stop at 11:53? When did I start? No. Okay. So I searched for <laughs> I searched until noon. Um, and I found I found some stuff, but I, I it moved to Amazon, and there's a specific thing that is actually perfect for it. That's completely different from all the other shit I searched, and it's way too expensive. How much is it? Like sixty bucks. It's the um, it's like a pastry funnel. So it's like you. Oh yeah, and you like squeeze the. Right. I've seen I've seen it on Great British Baking and shit. Yeah, yeah. So they have those, and there's ones with adjustable nozzles. You can change out the nozzle size. Well, maybe we can become bakers and exactly. Yeah. So they have those, and some of those are really fucking cool. And I'm like, well, should we get that? I mean, we can make some. They have some that like come out in cool shapes for like cookies. I think all the ones I saw are circular, but it's got like a little. It's a funnel. And it holds two quarts, and it's got a little thing you, you like push your thumb down. What would we do? Like, opens a little valve. Would we just rubber band it? No, well, I was thinking you could put like a little. Or would we make a robot to push it down for us? We well, make a little threaded connection, just put a little wing nut, and just yeah. get it at the rate that we like. Or we like, could make a robot. No, we could make a robot. I could make a I have I have stepper motors and controllers. What I want is a robot in our kitchen. Oh, well, you, if you think a ring stand is obnoxious looking, wait till you get a... I really don't think the ring stand is obnoxious. Okay, thank you. Like, I, I really, it has a slimmer profile than a normal coffee machine, and I appreciate that. So, anyways, and I that search like... ended. My next search started five minutes later, and it was for your eyes only, cats. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my fault. <laughs> oh, that must have been your search. How did you find that? Well, I was reading that book that's on our couch. It's called Magical Thinking by oh. Augusta Augustus or Augustine. I don't know. Burroughs. He wrote Running with Scissors. And I don't know if you've ever seen Dangerous. that movie or read that book, but I read it when I was probably too young to read it. And then I watched the movie. And I had this thing for Gwyneth Paltrow when I was younger. I just thought she was really cool because of the Royal Tenenbaums. Mm. She's Margot and 